From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, April 14th. Residents of Moab aren't the only ones dealing with an affordable housing crisis. It's a problem across the country and especially in the West. Utah Senator Mike Lee has introduced a bill that he thinks will help. It's called the Helping Open Underutilized Space to Ensure Shelter Act, also known as Houses. Republican Senators John Barrasso of Wyoming and Mitt Romney of Utah are co-sponsors. Justin Higginbottom reports on the proposal to privatize public land and provide more space for housing. The Houses Act allows state or local governments to purchase federal land at a reduced rate. The idea is to use the new property for mostly homes. That increase in supply will help relieve prices in the country. Home prices in Utah jumped by 24.5% from 2020 to 2021. That's one of the highest increases in the country. But Kate Grutzinger of the Conservation Group Center for Western Priorities isn't convinced this bill will help. This bill essentially would just subsidize the construction of mansions and suburbs on our public lands. The bill says development must be at least 85 percent residential or provide community needs like schools. And density must be at least four residences per acre. But Grutzinger notes, There's nothing in this bill that requires any of these houses to be affordable. There's no income requirements. There's no income ceiling. It's completely a free-for-all for developers. She says it's not just about the details. It's about the spirit of the bill. The place where we need housing is not on the outskirts of towns and cities. That's called sprawl. She'd like to see more housing inside cities and towns. When Jackson spent 32 years at the Bureau of Land Management in southeast Utah and also spent four years as a Grand County Commissioner. So I've had a front row seat to watch pretty much the complete transformation of this town. Yes. He says he's not sure if the bill would help Moab. Although we are surrounded by public lands, we're limited by geology. Most of our surrounding federal lands immediately jump up into cliffs. And you have some water issues that you know that you can't just go create private land in the middle of a desert randomly and expect it to be developed. But he likes the idea of the bill. And he says it could help other communities in Utah, like St. George. In a general, I support it because there are so many Western rural towns that are literally surrounded by federal land. And they've they've built out as far as they can go on private land. Although he says it needs good restrictions to prevent building just more vacation homes. The federal government owns more than two-thirds of the land in Utah. Jackson remembers when Utah Representative Jason Chaffetz introduced a bill in 2017 to sell off millions of acres of BLM land. It faced a lot of backlash. You know, on a case-by-case basis, where it makes sense, it's certainly a viable thing to do. And folks who just kind of jump to the conclusion that the sky is falling and we're just going to wholesale start getting rid of federal lands, I, I, I can't imagine it. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. Moab City has a new chief of police. Jared Garcia will lead the department beginning May 9th. Garcia currently works for the Utah Department of Public Safety as a captain with the Highway Patrol. According to Moab City, he has served in a variety of roles over his 20-year career with DPS. Those include captain in charge of the State Bureau of Investigation, which investigates criminal activity from homicide to sexual assault and narcotics. He has like a huge amount of experience, both administratively and in investigations. City manager Carly Castle. 
Moab City received 58 applications for police chief. Eight were interviewed by staff, and the job was offered to Garcia. He steps into this leadership role after a tumultuous eight months for the Moab City Police Department. In August 2021, officers came under national scrutiny for their interaction with Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie outside Arches National Park. Weeks after that stop, Petito was found deceased in the Bridger Teton National Forest. Her cause of death was homicide committed by Laundrie. Domestic violence experts criticized the Moab PD for their response to the August incident. An investigation later found officers made, quote, several unintentional mistakes in the Petito laundry stop. It was around this time that then-Chief of Police Brett Edge took off under the Family Medical Leave Act. While on leave, an outside report found the department made several mistakes in another domestic violence-related incident. Edge remained on leave for approximately five months. When he returned to Moab City in late January, staff announced it would be in a, quote, transitional role and that they would seek alternative leadership. Edge's last day at the department was March 18th. City Manager Castle says new Chief Garcia has been well briefed on the department's issues. He is fully aware of the situation here in Moab with our police department and is very eager to help us out. And we're really excited to have him. He instilled a lot of confidence throughout a pretty rigorous um, interview process. We reached out to a lot of people in the industry to, to kind of ask about him. And just I think we're really lucky to have him and I'm excited for him to be here. In 2017, Garcia was recognized by the International Association of Chiefs of Police. He received a 40 under 40 award for his leadership and commitment. He told Police Chief Magazine that he was inspired to become an officer by his family, many of whom were involved in law enforcement. In a press release, Garcia thanked the city manager and mayor for placing their trust in him. Quote, I am looking forward to working side by side with our officers as we seek opportunities to positively engage the community and provide exceptional public safety services to all people in Moab. In other city news, Carly Castle officially took the helm as Moab City Manager on Tuesday. She has worked as acting city manager for the past eight months since the resignation of Joel Linares. Council members unanimously approved her as the administrative lead. Carly in particular has stepped up to the plate and has done an excellent job and kind of spread her wings as the acting city manager. And I feel like She's the best person for the job right now. Mayor Joette Langanese. In a public meeting, the mayor said Castle was not initially interested in the job when it became available last fall. So the city started a hiring process. Out of 45 applicants, Langanese said three were sort of qualified. One was fairly qualified. In the early months of 2022, Langanese tried Castle again. She asked, would you be interested in doing this? I mean, it's has your thought process changed? And Carly expressed interest in perhaps doing it, but she really wanted to know that she had support from you all. You all, meaning the city council. And so I talked to you all personally about that. I ask you all to do your own personal interviews and to determine for yourselves if you thought that she was the, the best candidate for the job. Moab's council members attributed recent stability at City Hall to Castle's leadership. In a press release, Castle said she is, quote, looking forward to ongoing efforts in building strong ties with our community. 
The U.S. Department of the Interior is considering emergency cutbacks to water supplies for Arizona, California, and Nevada. As Alex Hager with our partners at KUNC explains, the measure is designed to keep more water in Lake Powell. The nation's second largest reservoir is at an all-time low. Further drops in water levels would mean a stop to hydropower generation at the Glen Canyon Dam. Catherine Sorensen is a water policy researcher at Arizona State University. The federal government generally prefers to let the stakeholders work things through. The fact that they're becoming involved in this manner points to real concerns that they must have. And they must um, view the situation as one of extreme difficulty. That difficulty comes from more than 20 years of drought driven by climate change. The cuts would reduce water supplies by about 7%, or enough to supply about half a million homes for a year. I'm Alex Hager. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, April 14th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. 